Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to another beautiful day. A day when you get to choose between confidence, security, trust, and doubt, worry, and fear. And I know those things creep in. And they creep in unsuspectingly into our mindset, into our thoughts, into our hearts. And we need to be on guard against the danger of doubt. And I think a lot of what Paul has been talking to the Galatians about comes down to doubt. And it's something we're going to see today as he actually gives a scriptural example. Remember, the Galatians have almost turned away from God's promise, the beauty of the gospel, that it is once and it is done for them in Christ. And through faith in him, they are sons, they are heirs. And they turned away from that to weak and worthless things, their own actions, being good enough in and of themselves. So let's dive in today. We're in Galatians chapter 4, verse 21, and I'm reading from the ESV. Paul writes, Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not listen to the law? (laughs) I love this. He's like, y'all are wanting to be under the law wanting to earn your own salvation, wanting to be good enough on your own, don't you read it? And he gives this example, for it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman, Hagar, and one by a free woman, his wife, Sarah. Now, if you want to read about this story, head back to Genesis chapter 16, and you can read all of the drama. But basically... (laughs) What happened is God had promised Abraham that he would make him fruitful, that he would bless him and make him a nation, that his offspring would be more numerous than the stars in the sky. And yet Abraham had no children. And his wife Sarah was old, barren, and they doubted God. And Sarah told him, hey, Just go see Hagar and she can have your son. And they put their own ideas above the ideas of God. Rather than trust, they experienced doubt. And then rather than acting in trust, they acted in doubt. And so Abraham had two sons. A son of doubt, Ishmael, with Hagar, their their servant, And then he had a son of trust, Isaac, with Sarah that the Lord provided. Isaac was given to them from God to fulfill his promise to them, while Ishmael, the son of Hagar, was, in a sense, their own doing. Them trying to take the promise into their own hands to do it on their own. For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman and one by a free woman. But the son of the slave was born according to the flesh, 
it was their idea, their choice. They weren't doing it by God's leading, but trying to take plans into their own hands. The son of the slave was born according to the flesh, while the son of the free woman was born through promise. Now this may all be interpreted allegorically. These women are two covenants. One is from Mount Sinai, bearing children of slavery. She is Hagar. And this idea of Sinai, this is the law that was given to Moses on Mount Sinai. The Ten Commandments, the moral, the ceremonial, the civil laws given to Israel. That is the slave woman, the one that is by the flesh. It says, one is from Mount Sinai bearing children for slavery. She is Hagar. Now, Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. She corresponds to the present Jerusalem, this earthly Jerusalem here. The one that is so obsessed with legalism and being good enough for God, following all the rules to earn their salvation, to earn their value, to earn their love. For she is in slavery with her children. The law makes us slaves. But we're no longer slaves. Now we are sons and heirs. And so Paul goes on, but the Jerusalem above, the new Jerusalem is free and she is our mother. For it is written, rejoice, O barren one who does not bear. Break forth and cry aloud, you who are not in labor, for the children of the desolate one will be more than those of the one who has a husband. We can rejoice, my friends. We can trust in our sonship that we are heirs and avoid the dangers of doubt. In Abraham and Sarah's story, they saw that danger firsthand. They allowed their desire to be good enough, their desire to have plans work out as they saw fit, that superseded their trust in God. They doubted him to provide. They doubted him to show up. And that's when harmful, hurtful, hard things happen. And that is what Paul is comparing to the law, to trying to earn our own salvation. Because how often does doubt sneak in? How often do we doubt the Lord's love and try and be more lovable by our actions? How often do we doubt our value in Christ and try and be more valuable by our actions? How often do we doubt God's perfect, wonderful salvation and try and do it all ourselves by going to church or confessing our sins or doing good works? But that's all of the flesh, that's all earthly, that's all going to fail us. So we need to move past that dangerous doubt into a trust in the Lord and his promise because he is a promise keeper. And he's going to keep his promise to you that through faith in Christ, you are loved, you are beautiful, you are worthy, you are clean, you are saved, you have life. And so why do we doubt that and instead look to something, something else, something that we do, just like Abraham and Sarah did? They doubted God and they tried to solve things themselves and it just created pain and problems 
Again, go back and read that in Genesis chapter 16. But be on guard today of the danger of doubt. Where do you see yourself doubting God, even in small ways? And I'm not saying this is a salvational issue, right? Your faith assures your salvation, but in our day-to-day lives, as we actually live out our faith, doubt sneaks in. It sneaks in in mindsets that we have to be good enough to earn love, to earn value, that others would see us highly, that just like Abraham and Sarah, we need to rush God's plan. No, no, no. That is doubt speaking. So pray, ask the Lord today, where are you struggling with this doubt? And ask him to speak reassurance to you and ask him how you can move from that dangerous doubt into a secure and beautiful trust. And tomorrow, Paul actually takes this a little bit deeper. So tune in tomorrow morning and I will see you then.